Hey crew, we wanted to let you know before the show starts that we have some new ways to support the show. That's right. Not only have we been streaming regularly at twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow, which has included Rowdy Games of Uno, Smasher Pass, where you, the viewer, can push us further on our reasoning as to why we chose one or the other, and other moments that live exclusively on that Twitch, but also... We've opened up a Yayo Talk Show merch store. Either look in the description of this episode for the link or go to tinyurl.com slash yytshop to pick up a variety of cool stuff featuring art from our very own Molly Flood and Al McClellan Jr. Good luck spelling that one. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Molly and I are going to be working on updating the store with new designs and new products as frequently as we can. <laughs> If you want to be the first person to hear about new designs, make sure you're following us either on our Twitch or on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show. We'd probably still be doing all of this whether we had the show or not, but we're happy that you've made the decision to join us. Whether you're a new fan like Caden or been with it for decades like the rest of us, we're happy to have you here. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hey, this is your captain speaking. If this is your first episode with Yayo Talk Show, why? Just so you know, this is this is part two of a single episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one before you start listening to part two, but not before you listen to part three. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do, don't do that. That was a joke. Please don't at me. Make sure you stay till the end. Kane has some crazy theories you don't want to miss out on. So without further ado, here's today's episode. Yo! Yo! Don't give it up, Molly. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Marco. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Kayla. Don't They talk about the show, this group of four friends been going for a million years, there's no end. Watching every arc and saga, no sleep. It's the king of anime. One thousand episodes deep. Yayo, 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 talk show. Talking about One Piece. It's the name of the podcast. We're not on by. What's up, wenches, privateers, and non-binary buccaneers? Welcome aboard the most chaotic One Piece podcast of the Grand Line, Turnet. I have the crew. I, I, you guys can hear me. I got the crew with me. So first we <laughs> you got... Hear, you can hear, you can hear it. <laughs> First, we have the wild theorist, Caden Jensen. I can't wait for this episode, Molly. I've been excited to hear you talk Yay. about this for a while. Awesome. And we also have the Laugh Borg, Al McClellan Jr. It's me. This is Molly's husband parade, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. And last but not least, we have the Internet's gentleman, Mark Bidonica. <laughs> yeah, you know it. I, I'm the captain of the Crudo Pirates, Molly D. Sempe. Goddamn right you are. That's it's absolutely freaking right. I'm here. Squard tries to take the lead with another ship uh, to get to Ace. Like, he's he's trying to uh, make up for his, his foolhardy uh, choice earlier in the battle and is kind of, like, with the mentality of, I'll sacrifice myself. I fucked up. You know, I'll sac- I, I'll get these guys out of here uh, to make up for what I did. And Whitebeard's like, no. My in- incredibly foolish son. Incredibly foolish. Uh, why would I ever ask my you... My stupid boy. My stupid boy. Why would I ever ask you to... I would never ask an eye for an eye for my family. 
So he holds them back. Uh, he doesn't want Scar to die to make up for it. So Whitebeard hits Marine Ford with another quake, recollecting on his past uh, with his crew. The, we get this quick like insight to Whitebeard of like when he was young, and um, his crew was asking him like what uh, he wants if it's not treasure. And he's kind of like he's reminiscing a little bit because he kind of knows like his numbers up, and he's like, yeah, you know. I had a long journey, but uh, I'm going to settle this with the Marines. This old guy's picking up on those old, guy, old guy's uh, vibes. And he's like, whoa. It's old guy vibes. Listen, listen. Al, you don't know because you're still so young. But let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so it's this moment where Whitebeard is like, cool. Ace is free get out of here, I'll hold them back, basically, so that you guys can get out of here. Um, and as they're making their escape, Ace, like, is running by Whitebeard, uh, and he, you know, he kind of, and it's somebody, again, whose, like, whole character is, like, would never run away from a fight, right? Like, that's Ace in a nutshell. Um, but he acknowledges that the the escape is necessary because he just watched all of his friends sacrifice themselves to get him free. So it's not worth staying. And, you know, um, like, uh, my brain is just like, (laughs) just trying so hard to connect the dots. Uh, (laughs) He he wants to make sure that the sacrifice is is not in vain is what I wanted to say. Um, But before he does, he bows to Whitebeard um, in, like, the midst of everybody trying to get out of there. Uh, uh, And Whitebeard's like, hey, was I a good dad? And Ace was like, of course you were a good dad. And then Whitebeard is just like, la, 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 la. He's like, ha, great. He was a good dad. Um uh anyway akainu's there and he's an asshole um and he mocks whitebeard's crew as cowards uh for grabbing ace and running uh and claims that whitebeard is nothing but a failure from a bygone era uh and i don't can you believe uh that this would strike a chord with ace oh because i shot that shot no that sounds ridiculous that sounds out of character god my nose is already running um no He uh, immediately turns to face and demands that Akainu take that back. Um, and literally everyone is like, uh, Ace, don't stop. Like, we're, we're getting out of here, like, right now. Huh? What are you doing? Akainu, like, keeps talking crap. He's, like, he, he's making these, like, outla- outlandish claims that Whitebeard, since he never defeated Roger nor became the Pirate King, he was a failure, which is complete garbage. That's all relative, you know? Everybody keeps telling Ace not to get provoked, but he just keeps just laying into Ace, basically. And Ace's temper uh, is hot as heck. I get it. He's a hot boy. He's <laughs> made a fire. I got <laughs> okay, it. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ha, funny. No, we're having no, a great joke. Thank you. Ha, ha thanks. Ha, we're having fun. <laughs> we're laughing and having a good time. But yeah, so and ultimately Ace... Uh, gets pissed off and attacks Akainu, saying that the name of this era is called Whitebeard. However, he's badly burned on his left hand uh, and knocked back because fire and magma is not the same. I hate to break it to you guys, but that's just... Just because they're both hot don't mean that they cancel each other out, you know? 
Let me update my spreadsheet real quick. Mm-hmm. Please do. Thank you. Uh, please <laughs> strike from the record that. Uh... <laughs> strike from the record one devil fruit user. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, it's, uh, even though he and Ace uh, both use Lugia fire types, basically, magma can burn anything, even fire. So then that's not going well. Luffy attempts to rush back to Ace's aid, but he's like, he, yo, uh, can you believe those hormones are wearing off? Uh, so <laughs> can't, can you believe? I can't. Dude's had a long day. Um, he like falls to his knees and he drops Ace's Viva card. Uh, and he's just like, uh, oh, I got to pick this up. Um, I dropped this. Uh, and in this like terrifying moment, even though they saved Ace, uh, his card is still burning. This is such a good... God, he did... Oda did such a good job of telling this story metaphorically or with visual cues. Uh, you know, he's showing it, not saying it. Um, but yeah, Luffy's at his limit. Um, in that moment, even though Ace is in front of Akaino, his attention is drawn to Luffy, so he turns away from Ace to attack him instead. Uh, and Ace is like, uh-oh, my brother! And he jumps in front of Luffy to take the blow, even though we just established that magma can also burn fire. So he basically like blows a hole through his chest, like his entire torso. There is actually some science behind that, too. Not in that fire can be burned, but that magma is hotter than fire is. Like, red fire is around 1,000 to 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit, and magma Mm -hmm. is usually, like, 1,200 to 2,300 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's definitely a hotter thing. Dang. Uh, I don't know if I knew that, but that checks out. That check out? That checks out. Uh, that checks yeah. out. Can confirm. <laughs> okay, great. Scientists in chat, can you guys confirm? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I Googled it. That wasn't something off the top of my dome. So. But gonna have to, anything yeah. to keep us from crying in this moment? Uh, technically. Uh, <laughs> why are we crying? What's happening? Uh, what do you mean? What's happening? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I lost. I, I'm a widow. My first husband. Um, God, man. Drop some Fs in the chat. I want to no. see when we post this, when we post this episode, all I want the replies on Twitter F. to be is just F. That's oh all I God. want. That's for all I'm fire. asking. Is that the name of this episode? Yeah. Fs in F. chat? Fs for fire fist. Fs for fire fist. <laughs> no, that's two Fs. Can I get three Fs? F in chat for RIP. And then can I get two Fs for fire fist? Everybody, everybody, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. Everybody, every reply on Twitter. I want every person who listens to this to reply to the tweet of this episode in just one letter, the letter F. That's all I want. Yeah. That's all I want. Great. I don't ask for much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, uh, Ace has this ugly ass man's fists through his chest this ugh, absolute bitch and in this like terrifying moment marco realizes that mr three can get those sea cuffs off and so he drags him over to get like get free and at the same moment uh sengoku and other marines are holding garp back because uh garp is like ready to kill 
Aka Inu for basically like either like mortally wounding Ace or killing Ace basically. And so he's like, you got to hold me down or I'm going to fucking kill him myself. So the Whitebeard Pirates keep Aka Inu back from attacking Luffy and Luffy catches Ace. And it's this like final goodbye moment where like Luffy is barely processing what's happening. And Ace immediately knows uh, his organs have melted inside of him. And even in a world where people can become fire and spit hot lava and can have earthquake powers, there's nobody around to like instantly heal him in that moment. So it's kind of game over, man. Um, and we get these scenes of Ace remembering their childhood. He mentions somebody named Sabo uh, and says, you know, if whatever happened with Sabo and Luffy, I I wouldn't have wanted to live, but you guys made me live. And he makes a, he makes a point to say like his only regret is that he'll never get to see Luffy's dream come true, but he knows it will. And aside from that regret, he has no regrets. And he says, uh, I mean, his lungs must have been punctured. It's his whole chest that got burned away, but he he's basically like tell everybody like people who can't hear me make sure that you tell them but he says old man everyone and you luffy even though i'm so worthless even though i carry the blood of a demon thank you for loving me all right now now i'm losing it like that's all he wanted he was just like I don't know if I knew what life was about, but you guys loved me, and that was enough. Yeah, that uh, makes me sad. It's a, it's a beautiful sentiment, you know. Like you, you don't think that that there are, there are so few times when a shonen decides to uh, kill off a main character, for lack of a mm-hmm. better term, mm-hmm. um, and to build. So so much of Luffy is because of the life that he's lived, and this is just the beginning of us finding out what that life was like. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 like all of the found family tropes, but like this is this is where it all started for Luffy. And this was one of his main reasons for going out to sea. And like like Caden said uh, in her predictions, uh they're going to have to hit a wall sometime. Mm-hmm. And this is a pretty big wall. Mm-hmm. This is, yeah, this is like, Luffy is not really lost before, like aside from Shibodi, like, and that was more of like a temporary reprieve because they all, you know, they got away. This was, um, this is, this is basically what I was, I was like, I kept kind of like mulling this around in my in my head luffy never really experienced this big like major loss he's always Mm -hmm. been just kind of like okay with everything even like shanks is still around and you know he had um he had ace and he had garp and he and it's like he he had the people he knew and he knew that they were still out there and doing things Mm -hmm. so it never really affected him in a way of like oh they're not here right now but they're still out there doing whatever they're doing just like i'm doing stuff and i'm doing whatever i'm doing and everything's fine Mm -hmm. but and it's much more impactful that luffy was there for this and like the moment they're just like oh uh ace is you know in the hands of blah 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 it's like oh well that's it i mean that's the thing i mean he's obviously not gonna make it out of this ace is there's no way because 
if they take out this big motivation factor for Luffy, at some point, people are just going to get disinterested in One Piece. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know it sounds silly, but there needs to be a fire lit under, aha, uh-huh. uh, there needs to be a fire lit underneath Luffy in a literal sense and uh, a, a metaphorical sense because at this point, he's been kind of just lazily drifting towards becoming the Pirate King. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. been making an effort and everything like that, but he hasn't had anything other than his own ambition driving him. And he needed something else. And the moment that, like, the whole thing with Ace of, like, oh, you know, possibly kidnapped by the world government and taken to the worst place in the world, he's not getting out. There's no way. Like, mm-hmm. he, the whole moment, like, the whole time, like, oh, Luffy's going into Impel Down, I'm thinking in my head, it's like, well, this is pointless. Like, I know for a fact there's no way Luffy's going to get there and Ace is going to be still there. And he's just, like, they're not going to see each other at all until the last moments. And that's ultimately the best decision to make narratively speaking because the last time you know as far as the anime is concerned the last time that luffy met up with ace was alabasta and they had like a little bit of like they were having fun and it's like and ace is like hey gotta go do something uh nice check catching up with you we gotta do this again sometime and the next time they get to do it again ace dies yeah, And that's it. Like, it's like the amount of time they actually like spent together, whether it be a lot of time or not, which uh, ultimately we'll find out is not actually a significant amount of time. Like they didn't mm-hmm. spend a tremendous amount of time together, but they bonded enough to be considered brothers for each other. And this is the only character that you could have killed. Mm-hmm. That made sense mm-hmm. to actually give Luffy motivation. Otherwise, it just is like, well, I mean, like, oh, we're going to kill Garp. Luffy's going to be like, <laughs> oh, no, my grandpa, this is really terrible. But also, like, oh, hey, no, Marine one, anyway, like, one less eh, cop in the world. It's uh, eh. I mean, he'd be upset and he probably beat the shit out of the dude who did it. But yeah, at the well, same we, time, Ace is the motivator. Ace we'll, is the key player. We'll talk about it in a in a in a future episode. But we also like get some insight into the childhood and like Garp was not there every day for like for Luffy like Ace was you know it's like dude would just show up when he had like a free weekend and <laughs> it's like it's not the same they're not on the same familial bonded level as you know two brothers um but yeah uh and I'm I will also- say go ahead rescuing ace like was the top of his mind for how long like when did he find out that ace was captured and all this was gonna happen it was like two three arcs ago he was he was um with his crew when the first uh announcement happened in the newspaper but they're like luffy like do you want to you want to go help your brother and he was like nah if i go help him out he's gonna be pissed like he has his own adventures i have mine it'll be fine and then when he's on amazon lily does he realize like oh he needs help like i need to go help my brother so like pre shibodi i think and then um, i mean he knew he knew something was wrong with ace at thriller bark and he's just like this i mean there's still a lot of paper it's a lot smaller 
And then as like he keeps checking on it and we do get glimpse of glimpses of it as, you know, after Thriller Bark and we keep seeing it, it's like that is smaller. That is way smaller. Why is this so damn small? Why is mm-hmm. this smaller? And, you know, <laughs> by the time like he's confronted with the full on information at uh, in Amazon Lily, it's just like there's almost no paper. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like it's a tiny little piece of corner. It's like and, and yeah. that's what it's like. That's when it really hits him because he doesn't think too much. It's like, oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. He, that's well, what he's it, saying the entire time. It's like, it's, it's just, he's in a bad thing right now. It's, it'll be all right. Don't worry about it. When he gets to Amazon Lily, though, um, I can't remember her name, but the elder is the one that points out, like, that's bad. That means that, like, whoever's card that is, their life is in danger or, you know. Nyon? Uh, yeah. She was just straight up like, uh, that's not good. And Luffy's like, it's not good? Uh-oh. I gotta go. I, I I got you out of here. Um, it's crazy too. Uh, the entire time you were watching this arc, Caden, you kept saying, "Dude's gonna die," and I remember reading this chapter by chapter as it was coming out, and I honestly did not see Ace dying. I was blown away that Ace died. Like I was like, just because again, it's like every chapter has a cliffhanger. In the middle of these chapters, it's like back and forth, like. And we'd been doing this for, you know, how many chapters, uh, this back and forth during this war. And I genuinely, genuinely thought that he was going to get away, like it was going to be okay. But it still would have been a huge impact to the story with Whitebeard dying, because again, it's like a new era, um, you know, the old era dying, the new era starting. Um, and also, it's right after Shibodi, so it's like, man, Luffy really deserves a win. Yeah. And that's all the more reason to beat the hell out of him. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's talking from uh, I need I need to say this from like the writer's perspective, from the writer's perspective, a loss doesn't mean you've made your character hit bottom, even making the worst possible thing happen. Doesn't mean that they've hit rock bottom, and that's why the double whammy here is so good and mm-hmm. narratively why I like these moments so much in anime in in cartoons in general, in books in everything. It's the. We're going to do the one thing that you think as the audience is the worst thing that we could do to the main character. And in this case, in that case, it was we're going to remove Luffy's crew from him. We're going to send them all over the world and they're going to be so far away and they're going to remove his, you know, we're going to remove his family from his vicinity. And that's it. He's going to be on his own again. The whole point of, you know, early era One Piece was Luffy wants a crew. He wants his crew and he finally got his crew together. And then he's alone. And it's like, okay, well, how do we make him, you know, it's like now, you know, as a reader, you're just like, well, something good has to happen. And you see some good stuff happen. He makes new friends. He goes on new journeys. He becomes more powerful. He unlocks and starts learning about hockey and so on and so forth. It's like, oh, he's getting powerful, more powerful. He's learning more about stuff. So he's going to, you know, this is going to be his his rise. You know, this Mm -hmm. is going to be his big moment. And that's why, narratively, you're building the audience to expect one thing, but you're dropping hints otherwise. There are more than enough hints leading up to this moment that basically make, you know, Ace's body entirely made out of red flags. He's just holding up the death flags and being just like, hit me really hard and then kill me immediately. And when we get to that point, just like, because Molly, you read this when you were younger, right? Yeah, this was 2008, so baby 18-year-old Molly. 
So you had that optimistic, like, hope arc in your mind. It's like, they're going to get out, you know, Ace might be really hurt or something bad might happen, but they're going to get him out. And you had that optimistic, like, upswing in your mind. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. there's this counterpoint going at the exact same time. So while you're being optimistic, the writing is trying to give you notes to be like, hey, pay attention, pay attention here, pay attention here, because we're giving you some flags. Yeah. And then right at this moment, you have that Ace death. So you were so optimistic because the worst possible thing that it could have ever happened to Luffy already did. You're not going to hurt him again. Mm-hmm. And then the absolute worst possible thing that could really ever happen to Luffy actually happens. And he is essentially by himself. No crew. And he lost Ace. And that is the worst thing that you could possibly do to Luffy is make him fully feel completely alone and lost and powerless. And that's the worst that you could do to him. And that is the best thing to do right before we get to this next, like, whole part. Because Mm -hmm. Luffy is essentially out of the game at this point. That's it. Luffy is just like, as much as Luffy wants to do something, Luffy's done. Like, Mm -hmm. he he is completely inconsolable, irrational. And as much as he's you know, quote unquote stupid, he's not dumb. He knows how to fight. But now all of that is gone. He's not thinking at all. So now yeah. it's just irrational everything. It's it's so crazy, too, because like at that age, um, in terms of like media I was consuming, like the good guy always wins in the end was still like pretty. Uh, like that was, you know, it's like watching these shows and it's like yeah it looks bad but we all know they're gonna win in the end you know what i mean like that that kind of narrative uh was still pretty like old hat and i was like and even like when they free ace i was like thank god like they did it like haha you got you really had me going there oda like haha but like you know they're they're always gonna get it like luffy luffy doesn't lose right like you've I've just spent like 500 chapters reading about how Luffy doesn't lose like bro is going to get there going to do it in the end. And yeah, 18 year old 2008 uh, bad year. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a lot of stuff going on that year. Uh, didn't didn't really think my husband was also going to die. Um, but yeah, so. Oh, so in, in this great. Uh, moment we see uh, Ace's Viva card finally burns away entirely and Luffy remembers this moment from when they were a kid and uh, he apparently at some point thought Ace was dead and Ace was uh, reprimanding him for thinking that and uh, he remembers very specifically Ace promising not to die and wouldn't leave his like weak little uh, younger brother all alone um, and Luffy just goes completely mindless with grief um his body's already shutting down because he overdid it and now it's just like he's just in shock like his his brother's dead for sure um which is just like where is like the worst thing ever to happen to luffy is happening like at the end of it all ace was like you know what had a good run i had a lot of people who loved me and so he dies with a smile on his face and luffy goes mindless with grief um so Whitebeard gives Luffy and Jinbei time to get away. He's he starts taking on Akainu. Uh he like punches that guy to the ground. Um and he retaliates by burning off part of his head. And Whitebeard's totally unfazed and slams him again, like with an earthquake that demolishes the Marine headquarters. Um like 
what uh big dick energy man big dad energy while we're at it like his son is dead he gets half of his head burned off and shrugs it off because he's pissed um and then like it couldn't get any worse you guys it couldn't get any worse my husband is dead Whitebeard shows up. Like this guy. This is the last guy. Wait. Blackbeard. (laughs) Like the the last guy I want to see right now. Okay. I hate this guy. This guy's got rancid vibes. I don't like guy. I don't like this guy. This guy don't like him. Um, but he shows up and he has this whole like parade about how he was like, ooh hoo hoo hoo. Did you think I was on your side, Marines? Ooh, did you think I was gonna help you guys? Ooh hoo hoo hoo. Just kidding. I used my warlord title to break out baddies from jail. Cause I wanna be rolling up with the nastiest crew possible. And you know where the nastiest all be? In jail? Not anymore. They're part of my crew. Um I hate this. I hate Blackbeard so much, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just hate him so much. So yeah, it's like uh I just don't care about it's just like why are you here? We're in the middle of like in front of my salad. Like you're just gonna show up right now. And so it's nice that we finally get this, we finally get more insight and dialogue between Whitebeard and Blackbeard because this whole thing started because of Blackbeard. Um so Whitebeard gets to he he gets a moment to finally say like you're no son of mine, uh, which is probably like the ultimate insult when he, for Whitebeard when you think about it. From a um, guy who bases his entire life on collecting sons, <laughs> you are all my sons, not you. <laughs> you have been disinherited. You're no son of mine. Um, but yeah, so Whitebeard tries to use his devil power, but it doesn't work. And then he's like, ha ha, you thought you could just do that? Like, I'm, he's like, you have no power over me anymore, dad. Like, I'm the dad now. And then Whitebeard, like, is like, huh, that's weird. And then just, like, hits him with his weapon instead. And guess what? It was effective. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah, we learned that, like, when that, like, like, ha ha, it didn't hurt me thing happened, the first thing I thought of was like, didn't Blackbeard mention that, like, he's, like, one of the very few types, uh, you know, like, like Ace was, where it's just like, oh, you know, it's like, well, Ace can't be hurt because he's also fire. And it's like, well, yeah, but uh, Blackbeard's just like, well, my fruit doesn't work that way. Uh, I actually get hit and it hurts a lot. <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> yeah, we it's, had that it's a, ex- explanation. <laughs> it's a weird balancing thing of, like, he has all of this thing that everything that he can do, he just has, he can do it from a distance. He just is not good in a close-up fight, which is sort of a, like we got a preview in Impel Down of Luffy just just giving him a good clean clock straight yeah. in the stomach um, of like, oh, when Luffy finally Mwah. goes all out on this guy, it's going to hurt real bad. Yeah. Um, I just love that though, where he was like, ha ha, the strongest man in the world. And I took a punch without blinking. And then like, and he's like in the middle of bragging and Whitebeard just like gets out his like weapon and whacks him with it. He's like, ah, ow. <laughs> um, old man beats child with cane. <laughs> it's like, if anybody has ever seen the spoils of Babylon, has anybody in here seen spoils of Babylon? We can cut this bit if anybody has not seen it. Has anybody seen it? No, no. God dang it. There's this this is great moment with Toby Maguire and Tim Robin 
where he's an old man in a wheelchair and Toby Maguire is like, I'm in love with your daughter. And like he had adopted him. So it's like, quote unquote, you can't have relations, even though you're adopted, your brother and sister. And Tim Robbins just goes, I forbid it. I forbid it. That's what I forbid it means. And then he starts whacking him with like a cane. And that's kind of what is happening in the scene. <laughs> Beating him up. He's like, ah, ow, ow, ah, dad. Uh, anyway, that happened. Uh, we can cut that bit. Leave it in. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, but then we have this moment where Whitebeard suddenly starts remembering when Roger told him about his own death and the true meaning of D. Uh, and after the Blackbeards run out of bullets. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, it's like this moment. <laughs> what? no i i told you i told you the real meaning of d a couple episodes ago i told you mark didn't believe me but i told it Is that? Mm-hmm, but but yeah so it's it's this moment of um like uh after he like whacks uh blackbeard and blackbeard's like ow you wouldn't hit a guy who was your son uh, and then Whitebeard like hit him harder the second time. I, I have no, no son. son I have no son except for all of them, but not you. <laughs> except for the yeah. thousands of sons standing behind me. It's like it's this moment when like Blackbeard realizes like, oh crap, I can't play the sun card here, and he tells his his new crew to like get him, boys. And uh, it's like as Whitebeard's <laughs> taking all of these hits, he's remembering Roger and. Um, when they finally run out of bullets, Whitebeard tells uh, Blackbeard that he's not the one that Roger's waiting for, which is like super cryptic. I don't know what that means. That's crazy. He also tells Sengoku that the bloodline uh, of those who carry the will of Roger still burn. Um, and, you know, one, there's going to be one day that a grand battle will engulf the whole world, you know. Uh, and he goes on to say that someone finds that treasure, that treasure, I'll never tell. The world will be turned upside down before finishing his speech by shouting to the world that one piece exists, much to Sengoku's fury. Also, they're being recorded, so everybody across the world heard that. Um, all of China knows you're here. (laughs) Yeah, oh man, yeah, that was, yeah. And it's like, it's literally verbatim the same thing that happened with Roger. And Zengoku's like, dang it, Bobby, this was supposed to be the opposite of that. We were supposed to show the world our strength. And- so it's supposed to be a reverse Roger. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, I can't believe, can you believe the same thing happened reverse twice? Roger, right? I can't, I cannot believe. Um, but yeah, so Whitebeard thinks back to that, that, that moment again when his old crew was like, hey man, what do you value if you don't value treasure? Ha <laughs> ha. And we see that what he said when he was young was that he wants family, not treasure. And then the people, whoever he was talking to was like, what? Like, that's weird. But he was like, really, he's like, he got what he wanted in the end, basically. It's like this moment of like, he got his own crew and he stuck to his morals, what morals meant to him. Um, And that meant family, Dom. That was, it's all about family. All right. Um. Whitebeard dies, standing on his feet, after being stabbed and slashed 267 times, shot 152 times, and was hit by 46 cannonballs. Uh, And despite his grievous wounds, 
That's a lot of yeah. balls. That's a listen. That's balls. BDE. That's BDE, baby. Um, despite his grievous wounds, uh, when his coat falls down after his death, it reveals that his back has been untarnished by a wound of retreat. So he's, he's dead with honor intact. So good. A goddamn legend. Right, Molly, if I if I could take one of your lines, mm-hmm. what a man. What a man. That's all man, baby. Where's the beef? Um, <laughs> the point at man. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I don't know, Where's man. The beef? Incredible. <laughs> I don't know. Mark took one of my lines. I had to come up with a new one. You had to take one of mine. <laughs> yeah, that's why I took one of Steal something from 1985, Wendy. <laughs> Where's the beef? Oh, man. Oh, man. God. So uh, this is a moment in the arc I do want to bring up because I have watched, it's been a while, I have seen this arc uh, in the anime, but I know it better from the manga, and I thought it was very interesting that the Wikipedia phrased this in a certain way. In the manga, at this point, after Whitebeard has died, the Blackbeard pirates won't let anybody approach, and Blackbeard throws a blanket over him and Whitebeard, and we don't see what he does. But when the blanket is gone, it seems like Whitebeard had not been touched, but suddenly Blackbeard has his ability. In the wiki, it seemed a phrase that like they don't show that in the anime, and that White- Blackbeard just happens to have Whitebeard's power now. Caden, what did they what did they do in the did they show that in the anime with the blanket? Oh, they 100% showed that. Like, oh, basically, weird. Okay. They did this, like, they did this whole thing where it's just like, we're going to throw a tarp over Blackbeard. Be- yeah. And you wa- there's there's part of this that, and again, like, again, I, a lot of me watching One Piece is watching from a writer's perspective. And it really feels like Oda's just like, I want Blackbeard to have two devil fruit powers. <laughs> She Blackbeard's that come? How come you like, get two double fruit powers? I, I gotta figure it out still. But yeah, and Odo's just like, I don't know how this works. Mm-hmm. So to kind of answer the question of even I don't really know how this works, <laughs> I'm uh-huh. literally gonna throw a blanket over it. I'll never tell. And not address it right now and yeah. figure it out later. I do know I want it to happen, but I want it to happen here. And I don't know how it works yet. So I'll figure that out later and give myself an out and make it very mysterious and make people theorize about it. And it's a way to, like, satisfy his need as a creator to make the plot point happen without giving too much information away when he doesn't even know fully uh, the information. Because then you have to go back and be like, well, that didn't actually happen. It was was actually this. (laughs) There's, There's something, like, there's a lot of lore and science about uh, devil fruit that we don't know in like the present day and i think it's gonna be one big reveal in the sense of like all right here's how devil fruits work which will then plug into what blackbeard did because i think the reason why blackbeard wanted the yami yami no mi was one of the first things we hear about devil fruits is that a person can't have two because the demons uh, fight each other and kill each other, and it then right. kills the person that ate it. And because allegedly, allegedly because uh, Blackbeard ate the darkness fruit, and he is essentially made of void. To me, my head has been the devils can't find each other to oh. kill each other. So they're lost forever, but the user gets to maintain 
both powers still. They know they're supposed to be at the Denny's parking lot, but it's foggy. They're at, the, they're at a different Denny's. Like the, oh, each no. one, two different oh, Denny's. Denny's. Yeah, two different yeah. Denny's, two different like planes of universe inside of the void. Mm-hmm. I, exactly. Uh, I I believe I I talked about this a little bit. Um, uh, I talked about my thought process on this just a smidge. It's mm-hmm. that if you have the same type and you eat another one, that's it. So like if if he ate Ace's fruit, then that would have been over. It's over. Sorry, mm-hmm. you 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 die. The devils kill each other. Blah blah blah. But with the different actual types of devil fruit. No, everybody heard the like, if you eat two of these, you die. But nobody actually decided to like, well, let's test that theory because, you know, if you eat two of them, you die. That's scary. Mm -hmm. But the concept of, well, it's probably two of the same type. And if you had one of each, then that'd be fine because they're technically not the exact same thing. It's a different devil. So they're not going to like be at odds with each other. They'd be more like, you know, harmonious. It's like, oh, look, you know, it's, like, it's it's just like different echelons of 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 the fruit work differently and have different properties and different rules. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have. It's like, oh, I ate the water fruit and the fire fruit, <laughs> explosion, you die. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like, oh, look, a quake fruit and a darkness fruit. Uh, they don't really have any like negative opposites here. It just I kinda... like the theory, but I think if. If that was the way that it worked, the military would already be utilizing it and weaponizing it. I will once again say, do you really think that the world government <laughs> is that smart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the lead the the lead scientist, like Vegapunk working for them, is working for them. Like he's probably in it for like, I'm doing it for the benefit of science, but they're like, Yeah, but can we make it a weapon? I am still going to say <laughs> sounds suspicious. I I think the answer is far more simple because it just I don't know it feels like it it feels like I'll 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 save it I have I have theories I'll save mm-hmm. it I'll save okay. it because okay. I'm gonna tangent in a minute yeah it's yeah 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 it's just it's 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 funny right it's like people come at this whole situation with hard facts but then when you ask like okay, but how do you know if you eat two devil fruit, something bad will happen? And they're like, I, I heard it from this guy once. Like Everybody knows that. That's just common fact. I read it online, so it must be true. Um, but it's like... <laughs> how do you explain all the memes? Yeah, it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, people say that with such cadence that it's like, okay, so that must come from somewhere. Like that, I didn't you know. say that, though. Get it? <sighs> I am so close to finishing this episode. You're going to come at me with that? Oh, man. So anyway, Blackbeard uh, steals Whitebeard's power. He tries to, like, fully utilize it to show off. Like, it's like, it's my arrow, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but again, we see Sengoku's devil fruit, and he just slaps him around. He's like, no, you're not. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Not this, not never, no. Um, so while that's going on, uh, Akainu is like chasing down Jinbei and Luffy. He's like determined. He's like, I got one. I'm going to get the other one. Like this guy is just the worst. I also really have to point out that the enemy of this arc, the enemy of this arc has always been Akainu. 
Aka Inu has like he's the reason Whitebeard got stabbed. Like he is just he's just constantly the the thorn in our side this entire arc. And I think it's so important that like it's not Sengoku, it's Aka Inu. It's not the Marines, it's Aka Inu. Like there's gonna be a, a reckoning. There's gonna be a day of reckoning with this guy probably at some point. But it's like for somebody that we didn't really know, we know the other two admirals a lot more previously than we do about Aki Inu. This guy, it's like, it's all about him. You know, it's like, it's this guy making awful, awful decisions. Uh, like, and you just really, you really see how just morally, like, corrupt this guy is. Like, and it's, it's all for the, it's all for the good of the people or whatever. And the good of the people being the world government, that doesn't necessarily mean like actual people. Um, as he uses his own, like, his own co-workers as fodder, basically. Um, but yeah, so Aka Inu is chasing down Luffy and Jinbei. Uh, he, to get to Luffy, bro punches through Jinbei, and it hits Luffy. Like, it went through Jinbei, uh, and it ended up giving Luffy this X scar on his chest. Um, and bro got punched, like, through him, like Ace, and Jinbei is apologizing to Luffy because Luffy is like out of his mind, but he's still screaming about being burned. And like Jinbei's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And it's like, bro, you just took a hit for It's like, you don't That's have to. My B dog. You don't have to. You don't have to apologize, man. Like you're doing your best. Um, so then while that's going on, Crocodile again comes in and defends them. Um, while this is going on, so we've got Sengoku versus Blackbeard. We've got Aka Inu versus Crocodile. He's trying to get to Jinbei and Luffy. Uh, the, the, everyone's favorite hottie shows up. Uh, we talking about Law. Uh, Law just shows up like, hey, what's up? Sorry I'm late. Uh, I got Starbucks. What did I miss? Um, cause his, we find out his, his... <laughs> his his uh which he does that was like him punt he's trying to play it cool but like we we know that him and the rest of the worst generation have been watching on the big screen in shibodi and at some point law decides to leave um and shows up apparently he's like yo i saw there was a fight at the day's parking lot i'm here what's up um and we see that his ship is actually a submarine so he's able to get in really close undetected um and he starts telling buggy what to do he's like yo clown go get luffy and buggy's like i'm sorry who are you who are you who do you think you are do you know who i am do you know do you know who i am and that's all going on and so while that's going on uh kobe is just having a mental breakdown like kobe's crying somebody made kobe cry Somebody's gonna get grounded. Again. I know. It's not a good, it's not a good look. Kobe's crying, and we just we get this really weird, weird thing. He just says something really weird here. He says, Kobe's crying. Helmeppo asks why he's sad. Kobe simply answers that a voice in his head has disappeared. He notices how the Marines are continuing to attack even after completing their original goal of executing Ace. While he's thinking this, a nearby Marine is injured. Another Marine goes to help him, uh, only to be rejected by Aka Inu, saying that they don't have time to treat the injured, much to the viewed shock of Tashigi and Smoker. Um, so Kof- Kobe's like, are we the bad guys? Like, this is like really the moment when Kobe's like, are we the baddies? <laughs> um, 
And so Kobe's like, everybody, please stop. Like, please stop fighting. Um, you know, like, why are we still fighting? Ace is gone. Like, just let him go. You know, like you did. We we did what we came out to do. And Akainu is like, I'm sorry, intern. Uh, can you say that again? What are you saying? Because that's not that's not what the Marine. That's not. What, I'm sorry. Did you not know what you signed up for? We're the baddies. Did you not know that? And so uh, while that's going on, Bucky. I don't know why he did it, but he like he was like, okay, I guess I'll I'll uh, do what this kid says. He grabs Jimbei and Luffy and throws them onto Law's submarine. Um, and then we go back to Akino, who's about to strike Kobe, which is just like, God, what a jerk! You can't. Kobe's crying. You can't double down on that crap. That guy. This guy is evil. If you didn't know, spoiler alert: this guy is evil and an asshole, and I don't like him. This bad um, news, this guy. Before he gets hit, uh, everybody's favorite hottie shows up. Every who's everybody's favorite hottie? That's right, Shanks. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Hello. God, is anybody? Hello, is it just me? Is this thing on? Who uh, else Molly, you you have a lot of favorite hotties in this. I'm gonna be real. Who the hell else is gonna show up? Like. Everybody's it's like this is Smash Brothers. Everybody's yeah, here. Everybody's here. <laughs> Every, the known people. It's like it's not going to be Luffy's crew. It's like it's got to be Shanks. I'm just like oh Shanks is going to show up, and then Shanks shows up. I'm like there he is. <laughs> yeah, so I know no, it's no Halloween. Dr- I'm 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 going to be real. Like a lot of the dramatic reveals in this, like yeah, I mean that makes sense. <laughs> it wasn't just like it's like Shanks shows up. It's like I'm here, and I'm just like yeah, I was expecting you to show up at some point. <laughs> maybe maybe it's it's the it's the perspective of somebody watching in 2021 for the first time it's like yeah yeah no, no, 2021 and binging being able to and, watch episode after episode it's true. it's true it's like there's a lot of like yeah i mean logically like who else is going to show up they're not going to introduce a new character at the end of this and they they're sure as shit not going to bring back all of like luffy's crew for this it's got to be it's got to be areas <laughs> i can tell i can tell all of you were looking away when i was saying that because i cannot believe that none of the three of you said foxy i cannot believe i cannot <laughs> no, no, believe no 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 we got to let you have one yeah, okay. we. I I was, I was looking Just at the, the call, one, waiting though. for somebody to pop, pop in, and, and then you're like, "Please, somebody say something." Please, please say no. Foxy. I miss no, Foxy. No, no, I did not say that. I'd strike that from the record. I I'm not. pretty sure that that's exactly what you said. No, 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 no. Play the tape back. No, 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 no. Please go back. Do not censor. Do not. Do not. How dare you? How dare the name you? of this episode is going to be that soundbite of Molly asking for somebody to say something. Please. <laughs> everyone's favorite hottie. Hello. God. So, yeah. Uh, everyone's Robin? favorite daddy. Sorry, daddy. Sorry, daddy. Uh, Shanks shows up. Um, and he... Uh, it's this weird moment. I don't know if... Um, Anybody else felt the same way, but we, the very first time we see Shanks, he, it's like the very first chapter of One Piece and dude is already impressive, right? Like he, he kind of gives Luffy this moral code. He's this, um, this mentor that Luffy looks up to, you know, he, he puts this idea in Luffy's head and I know he's larger than life. But he was like at least like the five foot range, maybe six feet, but he was still like a human. We see him and this guy is like towering over everybody. This guy got large. 
He's just so much taller than Kobe. And it's like, we just... His his neck is maybe five necks wide. Oh, man. On top of, like, him being tall, he's also got wide neck. Um... (laughs) I'm going to be just, real, most of, the people, most of the people you like in One Piece, Molly, have a wide neck. Yeah, they do. I got a type. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, but it's just, it's crazy because we just saw him hanging out with Whitebeard. And I know Whitebeard's, like, humongous. Like, he's larger, he is larger than life. Huge. But seeing, Huge. like, Shanks next to normal people, you would assume he was, like, a little closer to their height. Like, again, maybe the six-foot range. But, like... Dude is like towering over Kobe in this shot. I was like blown away. And I feel like that might have been a call because we are realizing how impressive the four emperors are at this point. Like Shanks is like, like we love and know Shanks. We know Shanks from the very first chapter of One Piece. But like, uh, yo, he got the receipts now. You know, he's like, he's on par with Whitebeard, whom we just saw the crap that Whitebeard just pulled. Like he's on par with two other emperors. Like that's, that's crazy. And so I was just always surprised that, like, they made him so tall in this scene. Um, but yeah, so before Akainu can strike Kobe, Shanks interferes, uh, like, probably saving his life. Because he didn't even, he wasn't just punching Kobe, he was, like, magma punching Kobe. Um, so yeah, he tells Kobe, Shanks tells Kobe that his few seconds of courage, uh, which he was willing to throw away his life for, have changed the fate of the world. Uh, which Kobe's already passed out at this point, so he doesn't hear any of that. He's like foaming at the mouth because Shanks is so hot. People faint around him. Um, that's verbatim. Don't look that yes, up. That's that's, that's true. Reason. Yeah, that is what one hundred percent the reason. That's what I took away from that. That's don't look that up. Just take my word for it. Okay. Uh, okay. Great. <laughs> um, so while that's happening, Law takes this opportunity to get away, even though Kizaru is like attacking them. Um, but my other oh man, Ben Beckman. Oh man, I love I love Ben. Ben and Shanks are my favorite from his crew. So like nothing against Lucky Rue, nothing against uh Usopp's dad, but uh whew. Whew. Ben Beckman. All right, all right. So anyway, uh Kizaru tra- is trying to shoot after Luffy and Ben starts blocking his shots and he's straight up like, if you move a muscle, I'll kill you. What? What? Just like look, I wanted to say this man's name a bunch. All right, we're moving on. Moving on. <laughs> oh, great. Listen, I, this is my arc of all of my husbands, man. I'm telling you. They're all here. Molly, take us home. Great. I would love to. What was I saying? Ben Beck- Beckman. Okay, great. Uh, like so, Beckman. Got it. So, yeah, it's this another BDE moment where Shanks' crew shows up, and all of these people who we've seen are like these unstoppable forces are immediately getting like pushed back by Shanks' crew. So, you're like immediately the tone shifts because you're like, oh, wow. I mean, we know that Shanks and his crew are one of the four emperors, but it's like they were just these goofy guys we saw like 15 years ago or like 10 years ago or whatever. Um, not that long. I mean, we not it really wasn't that long ago. Maybe seven or nine like, years. F- five years ago. Three years ago. Ten weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Ago. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday. Yeah, but it's like you know, it's like we we know these guys, right? We know these guys, and it's just like wow. You've guys gotten so much stronger since the last time we saw you. At the same time, with when we first met the crew, the thing that had us take them serious instead of just like, oh, these are drunkards at a bar, was Lucky Rue, like... Straight up 
Dragon shooting Ball a man, Z, instant transmissioning <laughs> up against a, a dude and shooting him in the head while he's like, eating meat. Yeah, because that's how Lucky Rude do. Mm-hmm. But the the context that we got in terms of like Lucky Rude, Lucky Do. Uh, I was gonna say <laughs> the uh, Rude <laughs> In terms of the Yonko, we know that the it's sort of a balance of power. And one of the things that that we heard was like, God forbid, if two of them ever decided to work together mm-hmm. and like that would seriously put the power of the world government at risk. And so even though Whitebeard is gone, mm-hmm. uh, Blackbeard is still kind of on the field and he's like, he's like, he just made a big play and he still has his power. So that's something that we need to keep an eye on. But all of Whitebeard's forces are here. Yeah. And uh shanks just rolled up with his crew yeah it's the perfect opportunity for the world government to go you know what this is too much this is mm-hmm. going to keep escalating where it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger let's stop it's one of those things right i understand it's a plot that i understand that everything that has happening and has happened is to progress a plot of a story that oda is writing but with all of the elements spread out before us if like certain things hadn't happened like I you know it's like it's it's weird to think about right like it's like I get it I get we're doing a plot I get this is the plot to this thing but if this and that had happened then I think they would have gotten away unscathed with Ace and it would have been fine right like if Aka Inu had tried to shut up I have a point here but it's like if Aka Inu <laughs> didn't try like if, if Squire didn't believe Aka Inu he wouldn't have stabbed Whitebeard and like we already know from previous chapters that Shanks was doing everything in his power to prevent this war from happening. He made a point to like have drinks with Whitebeard and try to talk him uh, out of, you know, go find Ace. Like, don't take on Blackbeard. Uh, Blackbeard is the one that gave me these scars. Like, he's a big deal. There's something not right here. Uh, don't do this. And then Whitebeard is also was also on the same page, but he was like, yeah, but now I'm not going to do that because you told me. Like, that's like <laughs> I know it's sus, but you, you're a whippersnapper. You can't just be telling me what to do. And so they end up going through with this. But we realize in this moment that all of the Marines are shocked that, that Shanks is there. And it's not because they didn't predict him showing up. It's that we find out that he helps prevent Kaido, another emperor, from showing up. Like, it would have been just, like, an all-out, like, I don't know, is there, like, a super war? Like, is there something worse than double, a war? Double, double mega war? It would Molly's have been out an... here writing a fix-it AU. Dude, <laughs> triple dog war. <laughs> Let me tell you. I already, I see, I saw, I see where things could have subtly changed in their favor. It all starts um, with Luffy sticking his tongue to a flagpole <laughs> that's frozen over. <laughs> oh my god. No, but it's it's just like it's this crazy moment where it's like it's not that they are shocked that Shanks showed up just to show up. They were shocked because their last report they had on them was that uh, specifically Shanks got in Kaido's way so that Kaido couldn't try to like take advantage of the situation. So then it would have been a three emperor roar, like roar, war. Uh, <laughs> and we got it. We made it, though. <sighs> And it, it's just like it's just like this crazy moment where you're like everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, what, what's this guy doing here? So uh, also in this moment, Shanks just happens to be right by where Luffy's hat fell off, um, and he picks up the straw hat. Another incredible shot, another great shot, and it's like the last 
panel in that chapter, I think. And it's Shanks saying, holding the hat and saying, I've come to stop the war. Or I put an end to the war or whatever. Um, so yeah, they're all, they're all shocked that Shanks is there because they know he had a recent encounter with Kaido the day before. Uh, and they couldn't believe it ended so quickly. Um, and also, how the heck did he get to Marineford so quickly? Um, so Shanks got, like sees Buggy and he's like, hey, Buggy, can you give Luffy back his, the straw hat peas? And then Buggy's like, fuck you! Why would I ever? I hate you! You're the yeah. worst! You're the absolute worst! I hate you, my college roommate! I hate you! I would You know never- how many things I had to fuck up to be here? Oh my god, they were roommates. Immediately, in the middle of this tirade, Shanks is like, oh, I wouldn't ask you to do this for free. I'll give you a treasure map. And immediately, Buggy's like, oh, yeah? Oh, really? What, like, oh my god. Only friends? What? what? Oh, this also continues sure, sure. the thing of of Buggy failing upwards in the sense mm-hmm. of people just see him mouthing off uh, to one of the four emperors. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh my God, he's so brave. He's so powerful. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but then also on top of that, I, I am, I love that everybody's reaction to Buggy is, Oh, Hey Buggy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Basically. What's up? Uh, Q Clownington. How oh, we doing? Buggy, what's up? I don't know if I said it. There is a point where Buggy gets the attention of Whitebeard and Whitebeard is like, who is this hoe? Wait, aren't you that like are you this yeah, aren't you that kid that was on Roger's ship and everyone's like, oh my god, Senpai noticed Buggy. And so this is that continuing moment of Buggy uh like gives the uh, Law the hat, they get away. Um, and then when he comes back, he's like, we're immediately dropped into this conversation where Buggy's like, You lied to me? Why would you lie to me? And Shanks is like, ha, ha ha ha, it's good to see you, old friend. Like, Eddie, that was like a spur of the moment thing. I just needed you to do that for me. And he's like, You motherfucker. And everyone's like, oh, He's standing up to a, an emperor. That's crazy. Wow. And they're all impressed by it. So strong. So strong. So strong. So brave. Uh, and I will finally finish this arc out for us. But it's this after that ha, hilarious bit, Luffy gets away. Um, Shanks is just straight up like, yo, this war is over. So everybody collect your wounded and go your separate ways. No skirmishes will happen. And then he makes a point to say, like, uh, the Marines, like, they, they aren't going to take uh, Ace and Whitebeard's bodies so that they can't, like, exploit their deaths to the whole world. No, like, it's like, the- we want to give them a proper burial. And that's mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah, and but he was like straight up like looking at Sengoku like I'll fight you on this. So if you want to, you know, if you want these receipts, like you're going to have to come and get them. But he was just straight up like, yeah, you killed them and everybody saw like you don't need to like put them on a spike and parade them around, you know what I mean? So uh and with that Marine Ford, the the war of God, what do they call it? I don't even the I just Paramount think this war. I just that's not that's also can't be real. War. Can't be real. I just this has always been Marine Ford to me. I've never I didn't even know that they had a title for that until like semi recently. But yeah, that was uh that was Marine Ford. <laughs> it's a lot. This whole thing is like this is why it's two parts. It's there's a lot of lot of lot of stuff happening all at once, honestly. There's so much shenanigans that happen in this arc. Mm-hmm. And thanks for sticking with the two-parter on this one because <sighs> wow, there's a lot happening. Wow. Um, 
Yeah. And I, it's like, I just, there's just no, I, I did my best to skim as much as possible, but there's just so many incredible moments that it's like, you can't just skip a whole bit. Like the fact that Crocodile stands up for Luffy so much is like, it's noteworthy. I can't not then, say it. And then immediately doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's Crocodile though. Like that's, that's yeah. what you can expect from the man. That guy doesn't know what his brand is. He really needs to like reconsider. Sandy. Sandy Bray. Yeah, he needs to try a little harder, but I appreciate the effort. Doesn't know what it means yet, but he has the words. God. But yeah, any uh now that we're through the arc, is there anything that you guys like you desperately want to talk about? Or is there anything that like felt really important to you? Or is there a character that you guys really liked that you want to talk about? I mean, all of Buggy's nonsense is just <laughs> like this is this is the thing that really helped me come to terms of like Oh, this character is very funny. Like, mm-hmm. like, uh, Impel Down was like such a step in the right direction, but he just kept failing upwards, like to mm-hmm. the point, to the point, like in re, uh, like rewatching this, rereading this. Um, my my Animal Crossing character is Marineford Buggy, and I I don't know if I'll ever change it at this point, mm-hmm. just because it I see it and I'm just reminded of like all of that that sweet, sweet goodness that uh, Buggy has uh, provided us in this particular arc. Thank you. Thank you, Bogart Q. Clownington. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for everything. That's what he did, though. He literally bogarted this war. <laughs> Bogart Q. Yeah. Clownington. Listen, listen, I, 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 I suspected that was going to be his name and it, because of what he always does. He bogarted. Buggy D. Clown. <laughs> oh my god okay, I mm, <laughs> no no that's not sorry this is my AU you can't just you can make your own somewhere else <laughs> you can OC, do your not own steal. AU this one's my fixed AU <laughs> please yeah go. you can go do that on your own time this is not a collaboration um yeah <laughs> Al, favorite part? Favorite part of this arc? Jeez. Um, I mean, it's favorite part of an arc that like rips your heart out of your body. Uh, God. I mean, the, the entire freezing scene mm-hmm. and then Luffy crashing into it is like, this is classic One Piece. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. Um, mm-hmm. I like Oris Jr. I also really liked. Like, I like giant characters in general, mm-hmm. um, but it was a sad, sad time to be mm-hmm. Oris Jr. Uh, yeah, just that everything that was my favorite also quickly died. Yeah. So. This this arc too, we see. Uh, I didn't mention it because it's like it just it's such a blip in in a moment of like really important things happening. But we also see that. You know, it's like uh, with Usopp, when he meets the giants, it's like, I can't believe these are real. I can't believe giants are real. And we see in this battle that the Marines actually have hired like five. They're like their own like squadron uh, of giants. And I mean, we did see it as well uh, for CP9. We, we met in Robin's backstory, but um, it's like, clearly it's not common knowledge. Uh about the giants race and so it was it was like a cool like little touch and go where it's like well we have ors jr and it's like yeah well we have five giants that all are like 
dressed to the nines and in, in uh marine you know whites i guess um but yeah kaden favorite part of this arc ace's death <sighs> <laughs> and i say that with Devin? my entire heart and my entire being this is the stuff that i really like um and i and i i gotta say it it's like <laughs> Molly, your tea's it, wow, the tea is gonna the tea's boiling over, Molly. Molly, the tea, the tea. The scene got so tense. So I can tell you exactly <laughs> why I like why why that particular thing is my favorite moment in this entire arc. It's because, and I want to say it in this way: there is a way narratively to give weight and credit to the death of a character. And all praise to Oda. This is a high bar to hit and a really difficult one to reach. But he did it so eloquently. And while you're upset that Ace is dead, you're never that mad because this is a huge point. This is a huge moment for Luffy, and this is all important to the story. It's not a a shocking death in the sense of, we're going to kill this cool character, we're not going to George R.R. Martin half the cast because, oh, we're going to shock and awe you! This has weight and meaning and purpose, and it's the perfect kind of death for a character like Ace, and... Like, having experienced a million different shows and a million different books and a million different comics and everything like that, where they'll just kill characters for fun mm-hmm. or just, like, just to, like, have a reaction. It's like, well, we don't really know what to do with this character. The audience really likes them. So let's just fridge the character for now and come back later. And, you know, we'll, you know, it's like, oh, look, double Spider-Man saved regular normal Spider-Man's life by time traveling with super Spider-Man. And then many Spider-Man is here. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, the the whole, you know, there was no weight to any of that kind of stuff. And that stuff happens so much in comics. It happens so much in media where it's like, oh, here's the fake out death, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Or there's the real death that's the actual just like, we really just don't know what to do with this anymore. And we're just going to kill it. But Ace's death is the epitome of here we're going to give you a moment to we're going to give you a great last moment with this character. It is going to last in your mind for quite some time. Will it hurt? Absolutely. Because you like this character. Has this character even had that much screen time? No, not really. But you've gotten attached to this character in one way, shape or form. And the character has moved the plot forward as much as they could. But now's the time to say goodbye to this character and have the legacy of this character burn in the world's memory far longer than the character would have (laughs) far longer than the character itself would have been relevant to the plot. This is the way to kill a character. If you're if you're writing something or if you're writing fan fiction, your own stuff, this is a a emulatable moment. You don't Mm -hmm. have to do it point for point, but this is pristine it is perfect because you feel bad you feel bad because you lost a great character you know luffy lost his brother but everything after that is just like you know the point and the purpose of it all like you know what's going to happen for luffy in your you in your mind you know this stuff 
So it's great. It's perfect. It's fantastic. And there's a lot of, you know, it's like there's character deaths that are handled like this and well like this, but there's so few and far between that I really have to point out that Ace's death is probably my favorite part of this entire arc because it was so well handled. I knew he was going to die, but the way he died and in the moment in which he died was mm-hmm. also super important. So Ace's yeah. death, that's my favorite yeah. part. It, it informs a lot. And it, <laughs> I, I love, yeah, I, I absolutely have to agree with you there. I also like the thing that it does of dealing with the lore in a sense of like, yes, everybody with uh, everybody connected to Roger died with a smile on their face. And this is our first time experiencing that, but it's also tied to Ace expressing himself about how he wanted to live. And it keeps going back to this thread of people just wanting to survive. And that's so relatable. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like even Caden saying that, like we haven't, seen ace like we we haven't been with ace as long as we've been with luffy um and still like this arc just like really hits home like no matter like how casual a fan you are uh and it's crazy that he was able to do that so well because you know it's like why striking moments it's like you don't need to have a lot of screen time to make the character shine it's just you need to have those moments Mm -hmm. and Ace had a bunch of those. He had like three or four really big, like short, but big moments. And that's honestly more important than like being around, like having the character exist around for a long time. Having a character have four big moments that like send shockwaves through the rest of like the entire story beyond the death of the character. That's the good stuff. Like that's more important than like, oh, well he lived and he survived another two or 300 episodes and we saw him like twice more. Who cares? I don't want that. I want it to mean something. Make mm-hmm. me care. Make it matter. Well, yeah, it's, it's the Paramount War, the Summit War. Like this, everything up to this point meets here and then all of the consequences are what happens after the fact like this this is a history changing thing that ace was like central to Mm -hmm. and it it shook the world Mm. rustled the jimmies (laughs) (laughs) i'm here Uh, to rustle the jimmies of this war (laughs) no no i'm looking at the buggy image i don't like that I'm so happy I can finally post all of the different like redraws of that shanks. Shanks, yeah. My favorite one, but there's some that are so good. Like there's a Don Krieg one for no reason. (laughs) There's like, remember this guy? Yeah, hey, remember this guy? Hey, remember this guy? There's There's one where they edited the speech bubble where he's holding the straw hat and he just says, this could have been an email. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah, I think I posted that in in spoiler chat when we when it was coming up. That was the most that that's the best way to sum up Marine Four. This could have been an email. Um. Well, that was Marine Ford. Uh. So now, now I'm gonna give no, 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 Molly. No, no, no. I'm gonna give it to Caden. I'm gonna give it to Caden because it's Caden's prediction time. Welcome back. It's been a minute. We've had some time before this. Um, And now that this is all kind of like out 
out there in the open with all the the shenanigans. We're 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 caught up in Marineford. We're about to go into another whole like era of of One Piece by going backwards in time and then very quickly shooting way ahead in time. There's some information that gets dropped um, in the next arc and some stuff that comes up and like something we addressed a little bit in the movie episode last episode. Oh wait, um, we should we should say because we haven't done this in a while. This is the spo- uh, yeah, no, this don't is worry. Spoilers. This, this is, is spoiler, spoiler territory. So if you haven't, if you're not at least at least at Fishman Island, then then you know just then you uh, can turn, get out. Just turn back but also, now. Please, but also please leave like comment and subscribe. Um, yes. We also love you. Don't, don't leave too quickly. We love you. Don't 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 leave too quickly. Okay. Now that we've given a little bit of a buffer, mm-hmm. there's some stuff that's been you know rattling around in my head, and I want to piece it all together. Like this is this is me live, you know, theorizing <laughs> in the moment. So there's some last little bits of information that happen here, and we've got we've got some characters in play that are kind of uh, loose. And, you know, not fully connected, but are going to be connected because I'm right and I'm always going to be right about this stuff. I just kind of feel like it. It's just going to be more important than it needs to be. So let's start with somebody who everybody loves, Bogart Cute Clownington. This was too big of a moment for him. This is too big of a moment for him. He was on screen projecting so much bravado, like false bravado, but bravado nonetheless. The world now knows about Buggy the Clown. And Mm -hmm. he took credit for a lot of stuff that happened. Mm -hmm. So now that Blackbeard is not a part of the Marines, like, inner circle, my guess is Buggy's replacing him. My guess is Buggy's going to join up and basically, like, get this whole, like, like, well, I, you know, I got my map. If I can just make the Marines not care about me, I'll just join the Marines and be one of their inner circle like uh, Crocodile used to be. And I'll I'll, I'll just take that spot. Don't worry about it. That's going to be me. That's going to be Buggy. And I think that that's important mostly because, again, if we're going off of the Buggy has to opposite Luffy so hard, then that's the only path for Buggy to take. Buggy has to go down this, like, I'm going to technically be working with the Marines pathway. And it's going to be important, and it's going to come back, and it's going to be big. And it's going to be annoying for me, just because, like, the moment it happens, I'm going to be like... (sighs) I, I'm I'm expecting because we haven't seen or I haven't seen as, as part of this point, I haven't seen Buggy post time skip, and I'm waiting for it because it, it it can't just be nothing. He went on TV and he's just like I did all this. I'm the one who he's got to be much bigger in some way in in the world's eyes, even if they thought it was all you know bullshit. Even if they thought it was bullshit, even if the world knew that it wasn't Buggy, he still proclaimed it. So he's got to be, you know, that that new member. And he's got to be, you know, he's he's going to be Buggy. He's going to be Buggy about it. Um, uh, considering where I am in Fishman Island and the way that they keep talking about Jinbei and the way that they keep talking about how Jinbei's just like, no, Jinbei said, like, hey, like, Neptune's just like, yo, what up? 
like you were going to be okay if you came here and just said, yeah, we're, we're Luffy and the Straw Hat Pirates, uh, you know, we know Jinbei. It's like, yeah, Jinbei sent word ahead, you know. Had it gone down like that, things would have been fine. But this is the Straw Hats and nothing ever goes according to plan. In fact, there is no plan. Um, and that's the best part about them, honestly. And because of the way that it's working like this, I was almost positive that we were going to get Jinbei to join at the end of this. Like, he's going to show up and be like, hey, you know, it's like, oh, cool, you guys are great, fantastic, way to go. I think it's not quite that. I think Jinbei's going to join way later down the line at this point. Based off of, like, how this arc is going for me, he's not going to join until later. He's going to keep showing up. Like, he's going to be like, hey, I'm here for a while. All right, peace out. Hey, I'm here for a while. I'm going to peace out. Hey, I'm here again. I'm a peace out. But he's not going to, like, join, join until way later. That said, I think this is the beginning of, I guess I'll call it, like, the Straw Hat Armada. Like, Luffy's going to start making moves, and the Straw Hats are going to start making connections. So it's like, they're going to keep getting into situations where the enemies outnumber them. And just because they're really strong as the, you know, as the Straw Hat Pirates, that doesn't mean that that... It's not going to work out in the end because, you know, it's like you can have three really strong grasshoppers, but if you have a billion ants, then, you know, (laughs) the ants are going to win. And I think that that's going to start coming into fruition because at the in this particular situation, you saw it, you know, firsthand where you need the underlings, you need the armada, you need the fleet to be with you. So Luffy's going to be start, starting to do that, maybe not intentionally, but unintentionally, because Luffy never does any of that planning, like, in, in any full way. So he's going to start making connections, and they're going to be like, okay, cool, we're going to join up with you, but you're, we're not going to be a part of your crew. We're just going to be part of your, like, we're going to spread the good word of the Straw Hats. We're going to be, like, allies anytime we're near each other. Plain and simple. You don't even have to say anything. You'd just be like, that guy's an asshole. And and we'll be like, okay, cool, we'll, we'll jump him. And that'll be it. So he's going to start doing that. And the rest of the Straw Hats are, of course, going to do that. I have a feeling that the the and the, every arc and saga is going to start the same way or thereabouts, which is, hey, Straw Hats get to New Island. Oh, Luffy went a different direction. And that's going to be, quite frankly, the most annoying thing for me is that that's going to keep happening. And it's going to be, one, really great, because Luffy's going to meet people that he shouldn't have met if he went with everybody else. And then, like, he's basically going to start bringing... uh, I'm going to say this in heavy air quotes. Peace to, you know, the new world. And basically start making so much of a ruckus that no one can ignore him at this point. This is going to, like... We're going to go further and further and further up the chain very quickly. In fact, I think, like, we, we got a bit, of, a bit of a tease of it inside of, inside of this arc. Um, they started talking about Big Mom, and I think that that's where we're going next. And if we're not going there next, then we're going there soon. And Big Mom absolutely has to be, um, what was her name? The pig in... Uh, in um, oh, yes. What was her name? What was her name? I, I, yeah, I know you were talking about from uh, Thriller Bark. Nami's right. friend. Nami's friend from from, from, friend. from Thriller Bark. Because she said, it's like, oh, my mom will take care of it. Just give give this and it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And it's like, okay, cool. That's not how that works. That's not how this works at all. That's not how any of this works. So her mom's got to be big mom because that's the only mom I've heard, like literally in the certain, the words of mom in that way. And it's like, it's too coincidental. Um, 
there's also talks about like constantly making candy, blah, 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 and everything like that. So that's important somehow. I don't know how it's super important, though, because they're not going to just give us that piece of information in Fishman Island and not like uh, make that important. It's just like, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, we're in part of Big Mom's territory. And as long as we make all this candy and cakes and cookies and crap and send it to her, then we're fine. It's like, well, that's obviously super important. So uh, eventually what's going to happen is something, something, something's going to, you know, occur. They end up where Big Mom is. There's a fight. Something else happens. Luffy gets the territory. And Luffy's just going to start taking territory. And his bounty's going to just skyrocket. It's going to basically, like, uh, at some point, it's just going to go from, like, I don't remember what it's at right now, a 300 million, 500 million, something along those lines. It's going to shoot up to the billions very quickly. Like, it's going to be almost instantaneously because he's going to do something so stupid and so incredible that it's going to happen immediately. The next thing that's going to happen is we're finally going to get, and this is the thing that we talked about last episode, we're finally going to get some Sanji backstory beyond, you know, he was a chef and he was lost at sea. He was lost at sea for a purpose. It's got to be now that we're here, now that we're, you know, north, we're going to finally actually get some answers as to like what Sanji's crappy family situation is. And guess what? It's going to be a crappy family situation because he wouldn't have been floating in the ocean if it wasn't a crappy family situation. Will I feel bad for him? Absolutely not. Will I care? Probably also not. But, you know, that's because it's Sanji. Um, I'm sure he's going to be a shit heel about it the entire time because he's just that character. Um, and that's... Because he kicks with his feet. Yeah, feet yeah, yeah, yeah. The, he's, he's, yep, uh, yep. Yep. I feel like this is where... Um, uh, Doflamingo is going to probably come in right around that area because I don't know. It, it's just like, <laughs> we're, not gonna, we're not going to, we're not going to get, we're not going to get him right away. They've been building him up for such a long time. They're not just going to like him out of there. They're going to sprinkle him in like Mrs. Dash until like the right time to just like, bam, hit, you know, hit it really hard. And he's not going to win. Like Doflamingo is going to like get laid out flat at the end of it, but, you know, he's too upper echelon. We actually haven't seen him fight too much, which basically means that he's probably, like, he doesn't think it's worth his we time. Also, like, we also saw his, like, size differential. Like, him against Crocodile huge. was, yoked. like, this weird, like, oh, we always saw him, like, either by himself or, like, in the distance, so to find him in shadow been, with a phone. Oh, you're ten feet tall. Oops. In the distance. And, uh, I, I there's there's a lot of like little things that are probably going to happen um uh mega mega ultra double spoilers but this is the one that I'm absolutely 100% certain of is that Sabo Luffy's other brother who's also not his brother is absolutely going to get Ace's devil fruit and 100% it's going to be because he was working with Luffy to do something in particular which maybe even just be get the damn devil fruit and it's like Luffy just like nobody's gonna have this but me. I'm gonna make sure that nobody gets it. And then like, oh, Sabo's here. Okay, well you can have it because you're my other brother. Um, not to be confused with the other mother, which is a Coraline thing. Don't get into that. That's different. He's a good brother, but he's kind of like weird and whatever. I'm not sure about Sabo right now. Actually, I I'm not 100% sold on 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 Sabo and his character. But I'm sure he's. I don't know. He. I don't think he's necessarily quote unquote pirate. He might be like revolutionary uh, because just the the way that it has to flow uh, from uh, 
spoiled rich kid leading sheltered life to revolutionary, that pipeline's pretty fast. Uh, I've experienced it myself several times. So yeah, just like that through line from like, oh yeah, no, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rich kid and everything's totally fine. And you know what? Maybe actually society sucks. You know what? I'm going to be revolutionary. That's pipeline's pretty fast. Uh, so I'm expecting that to happen. I don't know if he's going to call himself a pirate. I almost certain that he's going to call himself a revolutionary. Um, He's going to look more steampunky and nerdy than ever before, which I guess good for him. Uh, maybe he bought more stuff on Etsy. I mean, it's, it supports small creators, I guess. Um, but and this sucks because the way my brain's piping this out and it's like I've, they've been talking about Wano for like a million years now. We're never going to get there. It's going to take forever to get to Wano. There's so much stuff that has to happen before we get there. And then there's going to be payoff for the damn sword. Finally. Finally, there's going to be payoff for the damn sword that, that you know, that, that Zoro got back at Thriller Bark. Because it's, ugh, it's, there's going to be so much waiting all this waiting, but no, it's going to, that, that sword is going to be stupid important. It's going to be like, oh, well, that was like the whole, like, Mr. President, Mr. Wano President, everybody loves him. Um, I can't believe you, I can't believe you stole Mr. Wano President's sword. And then, I don't know, he's going to punch somebody or slash somebody or stab somebody because that's Zoro. And that's going to get him in trouble. And then that's going to start, like, whatever the whole Wano arc is going to be. This is like, because, you know, Luffy's going to not be there at the time. And nobody's going to be there to be just like, hey, Zoro, maybe you shouldn't actually do that. Nobody's going to be able to stop him because nobody's going to be around. And it's going to be like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. And that's going to be, like, the kickoff of everything. So my whole concept is that uh, Sabo's not going to be as important as I kind of wish he would have be. It would be in the sense of like him taking on Ace's devil fruit. It's just like, it's just going to be like, well, we got to give this to somebody. Otherwise the fans are going to be mad. Um, which fair, I mean, valid and fair. So he's going to get it and he's going to be important enough, but not like super mega double important. He's going to like peace out and go do his own thing afterwards. Maybe he hooked up with Luffy's dad. I don't know. Not, yeah, it's just, he, maybe, I don't know. Um, Wait, okay, I'm sorry, are you, are you claiming that Sabo is still alive and he hooked up with Luffy's dad? Is that what uh, you just said? I think, I think, I think Dragon's got a new son. Oh, okay, when you say hooked up, that is not what I heard. I heard hooked up. Captain. Sorry, I mean, Mollison. obviously my ears were burning. <laughs> I was like, what? What are we talking about? I think what that's it. I think I'm out of. I think I'm out of juice. I think I think I'm out of hype. That's a lot of juice, man. For I've been, how I've long? Been how many episodes? Yeah, it's been a couple episodes. That's like well past ripe. That's all. I, that's all I got. <laughs> it's everything. Man, well, you're gonna have to start reading. Oh, my body. Oh. We did it. We did it. Wow. All right. Well. Um, <laughs> After a. Pregnant pause of not reacting. Um, thinking about <laughs> thinking about it. I, I remembered that I'm still in charge here. Um, well, great. Uh, uh, thanks for the predictions, Caden. Wow, that sure was something. Um, <laughs> by the way, by the way, this is that's that's me. Like, um, I had like three or four bullet points written down. I'm just like this, this, and this, and it's just like okay. 
Brain go. That's what that sounds like inside of my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> in case anybody's curious. I was curious. No now I know. Bullets. I'll never tell. I'll never tell. There's also well, like characters that I haven't t- taken into consideration yet because they've been so far out of my like periphery. But like everybody who has a D in their name is going to be super freaking important. So yeah, they are. You know, I don't know. They got the D. Huh? Anyway. Molly. What? They do. Probably. I don't know. Anyway. We can't talk about that now. It's well, we've almost been here for three hours, so we gotta wrap it up. We gotta oh, wrap it up. And we're gonna wrap it up with uh, our socials. So, Caden, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitch at Caden Jensen, K D I N J E N Z E N. And uh, you can also find me on the Rooster Teeth website, and that's just Caden. And also, you can hear me in Genshin Impact. Yeah. Yay! Nice. <laughs> just throw it. let me pick up that name you just dropped. <laughs> just real quick. Well, just really no, congratulations. That's really cool. Congrats. You, you have awesome. no idea how like how much so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in Genshin Impact. I was like, oh my god. Um anyway, yes. Epic gamer moment over here. Serious epic gamer moment. Like for real. Um amazing. Anyway, following that, uh Mark, where can the people find you? You can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at MarkBudonica. You can also follow our Twitch at twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow. We stream episodes. We stream games. And it's fun to watch the old episodes. Well, listen to the old episodes again uh, and chat live with all of you. So make sure you head over, follow, subscribe, and we'll be there when you need us. That was a weird way to do that. I also did finger guns. Like wow, life. you did? I can hear <laughs> it. Microphone? I can yeah. hear it. It, it was like I had um, Jefferson Davis from uh, Into the Spider-Verse saying, maybe you could throw some of your art. <laughs> that was playing in my head as I said that. Incredible. <laughs> wow. Uh, Al, where can people find you? You can follow me on uh, Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at Al McClellan Jr. That's A-L-M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N-D-J-R. Good luck. <laughs> Uh, and you guys can find me on Twitter at Tuflud, T-E-H-F-L-O-O-D. You can find me on Tumblr at Molly Flood, Molly K Flood, depending on what you're looking for. And we have a Yayo talk show Tumblr. So if uh, you're interested in One Piece fan art or memes or GIFs or anything like that, uh, we update to our current episode uh, of just fun stuff. So if you, like Caden, can't, you know go through the tags yourself because you're still watching or reading one piece uh we so got, many spoilers we got you fam I, I i go through it for you guys going along with how most arcs and sagas have ended uh now that you've listened to the episode you've joined our crew with that comes the responsibility of telling your friends leaving a comment following us on twitter and twitch at yayo talk show and letting kaden watch the show in one piece so come aboard, and we'll see you next time on Yayo Talk Show. Talking about One Piece.